0: Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts, or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. Your book's journey isn't over after it's been launched. Nope, it's got a whole lifetime ahead of itself. And so while I'm leading you through writing and launching a best selling book, I'm also showing you how to make that book work for you for the rest of your career and your life. Welcome to Launch Your Book with Anna David. Hey there welcome to launch your book with anna david a podcast hosted by me anna david where i talk about how to launch a successful best-selling book as well as all the various and sundry elements that are related to that and that authors or soon-to-be authors of best-selling books need to know so today i'm answering the question what does an author website need and I'm going to answer the inherent question within that question, which is, do I need an author website? And the answer is, yes, you do. And uh, that is so, so, so true in 2021. It wasn't necessarily at all true uh, when, when I first got started. I think that it felt it, people thought it was strange that I had a website, um, but it is not only is it important, but it is so easy to do today. Back in the day, you used to have to hire somebody who would do something that was super complicated that you didn't understand, and usually that person would take forever and be an incredibly frustrating person and all these things. Now, Then there was WordPress, which is doable for the non-techie, and now you can just so easily create your own site without any tech skills whatsoever on sites like Squarespace and GoDaddy and Well, what I have is Kajabi. Um, I have one site that's on GoDaddy and one site that's on Kajabi. Kajabi is amazing. That's where, because I have my courses, I have my payment stores, I have um, my newsletters go from there. So that's kind of like a one shop uh, thing, but you do not need to start with all of that. If you're not going to have courses, uh, I would start, I would highly recommend starting with GoDaddy. You go, you buy your domain name on GoDaddy. It costs, with protection, which I highly recommend having, $20 a year. And protection just means they're not putting your address and contact information out there. Yeah, they make you pay to have it protected, but you want that because otherwise you're going to be contacted by all these random people that you don't want to be contacted by who are all going to try to sell you something that you do not need. Um, So you may ask, should my author website be my name? Well, if you're buying it now, there is it's probably snapped up. Unless your name is, you know, Rabindra Indira. Rabindra was actually the name of a childhood friend of mine. Her parents' names were Rob and Indira, and they just combined them. She could probably, you know, what she does have. She's a jewelry designer. Her Rabindra Unsworth. She, uh. I, could probably go get it and nobody would want that. But, you know, I know for me, Anna David, there was was actually a far more famous Anna David. She is a German singer. And I got there first. I bet she wants the domain. Um, But if your name is taken, there is all sorts of variations you could do. Let's say your name is Jane Smith. You could uh, say it's Jane Smith. Jane Smith writes Jane Smith books jane elizabeth smith or whatever your you know middle name is so don't sweat it if that name is taken i do recommend doing dot com over dot org dot club dot all the different dot whatever's that are available today so on godaddy you can purchase the domain name and then you can do hosting on it and so to be clear these are two separate things the name is just the name. That's all you're buying. The hosting is what's going to go on the site. And I believe it is $100 a year to, to have hosting on the site and create your site. It's, it's pretty awesome. Now, these are the elements that I believe an author site needs. You need your bio. And you need to keep it short and sweet. I am a firm believer in the shorter your bio, the more successful you are. I mean, not entirely, but don't pack it with um, random things that just make it look like you're that student who's trying to make your essay fit two pages. So you're putting in extra ands and thes and all of those things, Um so keep it short i i know for me i have sh- short versions of my bio i have long versions of my bio uh, on my website i do have the longest version and i have links to different parts so it's like she is the author of these many books and that goes to a books page um you know she's been featured in blah blah blah, blah. that goes to a press page so um Putting that you've appeared on a podcast no one's ever heard of is not going to help. They should be things that um, that only are relevant and know that you are always growing and um, that that website, that bio is going to grow. Now, get the most impressive facts up front. Now, if you want to have a personal thing, um, put it at the end. You know, she lives in Los Angeles with her nine cats and her husband. Put it at the end. I think those long jokey ones are just uh, no, I, I, I don't do it. Um, uh, and, and don't do it first person, do it third person. And look, don't be like, well, I don't have anything impressive to put in there. You do work with what you've got. And it's good incentive to try to get published before your book comes out so that it can say Jane Smith has been published in Thrive Global and, uh, you know, the Huffington Post and blah, 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 blah. So do keep in mind also that your this bio is going to go in the back of your book and on Amazon and all of those things um in terms of the name why not try to have the name be the same as it is across all your social media so if it's um it's it's jane smith uh, that's your domain name why not have that be your instagram your facebook whatever it is now you can buy the domain for your book but it's not necessary when you can just add a page for your book on your site. Um, You can put a link to your Amazon author page and ask people to follow you there. And you obviously have to wait till you have an Amazon author page. But basically, the way these work, and people don't talk about it a lot, everybody who follows you on Amazon is going to get an email from Amazon when your next book comes out. So, Asking them to follow you there means so much more than asking. You can imagine if Instagram sent out an email every time you posted something on Instagram. I mean, this is so valuable. So on my bio page on anadavid.com, I actually, I, I have an image of what it looks like to follow me on Amazon. And I ask people to follow me there. Your uh, website also needs contact information. I am not a fan of those forms that say, you know, reach out to the person here. I have had, uh, uh, you know, times where I have huge, great opportunities. I want to offer somebody an opportunity to be uh, featured in a book or to be interviewed. And I see one of those forms and I'm like, eh, it's not worth it. Um, who, how, who are we to be so important that we can't put our email address there? A lot of people worry about putting their email addresses on their websites because they think then their emails are going to get captured and added to all these spam lists. I don't know. I, I think we all get tons of spam without that. Um, but if you are worried about it, you can always put, you know, Jane and then write A-T uh, at Jane and then dot com, write out dot and com. So it's not clickable or all of those things, but I don't do that. I just put my my name. I have a newsletter sign up. We're going to talk about newsletters in a second um, and have a book page link to all the places that sell your book and link to all versions of your book. Obviously, if you're creating your author page now, there's no book yet. So just be prepared to do that. Um, I recommend having basically like a sales page for your book, and I think I'm going to do a separate episode about that because I, uh, I have a lot to say about that. But rather than just a page that summarizes your book and has the cover, um, really craft something that that will make people want to buy it. Uh, you, on your book page, you should link to any media attention that book has gotten. And, you know, one thing I said is, you know, you don't need to buy the domain name for your book, but you could and then have it redirect to the book page on your website on GoDaddy. Again, it is super easy to buy a domain and then have it redirect. You just put that URL in there and they don't charge you anything else. Now, something else you can put. If you have places you've media you've been featured on, put something that said as that says as featured in or on with icons that link to that. Now, if you're saying, well, but I haven't been featured on any media, I have a great cheat for you. You can write a press release for your book. Go to this company. There's a bunch of press release companies, but my favorite is this one called Send to Press. I'll link to it in the show notes for $200, you can have them circulate it to a bunch of outlets. I mean, I'm talking thousands of outlets. Then once that's up and they will send you the links to that, you grab the icons of those sites and put them on your page. And there you go. You're as featured in or on those websites. Now, you can also have a blog. Uh, I No, a blog you know that you're like wait I'm just writing a book lady like now you need to have a blog too hey it's just an option what I do on my website is uh these podcast episodes are my blog the show notes are my blog uh but absolutely have a blog you can also repost on medium.com which I should probably do a separate episode about that too um What I do, and you don't need to do this, but I will tell you I like doing this. I created something called a Start Here page. I heard about this actually on Stefan Spencer's website. He's a great SEO guy. Um, And... And he mentioned that if you have a page that says start here, it will be the most popular page on your website. You're basically saying people like to be told things go here so you can see mine. I'll link to it in the show notes. But on Anna it's where I do a timeline of my writing career starting with when I was five. And I have photos and links. And at the top, it just says, hey, here's a link to a regular bio for people who don't want to like go through this whole thing. You can also, here's a really cool thing, and again, your book has to be available on Amazon. You can have an excerpt of your book. So all you have to do is and, and when I say excerpt of your book and I sound so excited, what I mean is that it when you go to your Amazon page for your book, you click embed. It's on the right side. You copy that code and then you create um, a section on, let's say you're using GoDaddy on your website and you just click click the option of custom code you paste that in there and it's going to show your book like as if it's a kindle basically uh and and it shows the first i don't even know i mean a lot i would say almost a quarter of your book but then once you get to a certain page it redirects them it says go buy this book here it's really really cool So that is what I recommend for an author website. If you would like the show notes, which has links to all of these wonderful things I'm describing, just go to launchpadpub.com slash blog slash site, and I will see you next time. Thanks for joining me this week on Launch Your Book with Anna David. For more info about the show, go to launchyourbookpod.com, where you can get show notes and so much more. If you got anything out of this episode, I can't tell you how much I would appreciate a review. And don't forget, my company, Launchpad Publishing, is here to help you at any stage in your writing and publishing journey. Just go to launchpadpub.com for more, and be sure to tune in next week for next week's episode.